Welcome back to the Impact Relationships Podcast. How are you? I hope that life's going well for you and that you're taking a moment to slow down and to enjoy the moments and to enjoy life and the things around you. Relationships are scribbly. They're messy. They're complicated. There's so much that goes into relationships that is just complex. And here's why. Each person, every individual in the world, we have our own individual stories. They were beginning to be written before we were even born. When we were born, the story is written for us in a lot of ways. And as we get older, we start to write our own script. We start to write our own story and challenge beliefs and ideas and explore things and experience new things. And that continues to change. Sometimes we get stuck in places where we think the storyline is pre-written and it has to unfold a certain way. And other times we get these perspective moments, these moments where we see a bigger vision or picture for us, we understand us or life or the world differently, that we choose a little bit different path than was there before. Now, within people's stories, there's also moments where bad things happen, where trauma happens that impacts us, that affects how our brain functions, how our brain responds to things. And it may change our views or beliefs about ourselves or about the world, and it takes a lot of intentional work to own that and to work through that while still acknowledging that poop is poop, right? It doesn't have to get better, it doesn't have to mean anything, and it doesn't have to control your future, it doesn't have to control how you experience life moving forward. And it's complicated, but here's the other thing. In a relationship, another person also has a story that's just as complex and as delicate with as many twists and turns as yours and you don't necessarily fully know each other's stories. And when you come together in a relationship and you start to get to know each other and you sit in each other's experiences, it doesn't matter if you've known each other a day, a week, a month, five months, six months, seven months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, the time really doesn't matter because people are constantly changing and you have to continually be curious to get to know someone to be able to continue to be part of their story and their experience. Now in our story, sometimes we have experiences that can lead us to interpret things in a certain way, or it leads our brain to respond to something. You're driving down the freeway, you see a cop car pull up behind you with its sirens on, what do you do? How do you respond? There's typically an anxiety response that happens. You're not even thinking about it, it just comes. Heart's pounding, thoughts are racing, cop pulls out around you and just cruises down the freeway. It takes a moment to still calm down and hold on to yourself. Now, things like that happen in life all the time. Something happens, some, some form of trigger comes that can cause a reaction from someone. Now, that reaction is typically not based on the present moment. It's usually based off of experiences that we've had throughout our lives, throughout our story, that we're using to interpret what the present moment means. Now, sometimes it's a very helpful thing so for example, I've learned what a cop car behind me with its sirens on means, so I shouldn't just keep driving or speeding down the freeway if that happens. I may get arrested or get my driver's license suspended for running from the cops. Who knows what could happen with that? So I have to learn how to respond differently in those moments and I still have a reaction. I learn from my past, I learn from my story of how I want to respond differently to things and it's still okay for me to feel anxious in the moment when a cop car is behind me and I'm driving down the freeway and I have that reaction. Now the question is, how do I want to respond? 
Am I able to recognize what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling in the moment? Can I slow that process down and take responsibility for my own thoughts and emotions and self-regulate? And do that in a way that allows me to stay connected to myself and to other people around me. And then I have decisions and choices that I can make of how do I want to show up for myself? How can I show up for other people and show up in a relationship? And this is so challenging, especially at moments where maybe the person that you're in a relationship with also has some triggers and their trigger and your trigger are maybe opposite or they trigger each other or they're, they're different or their triggers happen at the same time. That that's now complicated that there's two people whose experiences are valid and important and being able to be present and show up in those moments is so key in a safe way. Things in the past don't give permission to respond a certain way in the present or the future. There's a common phrase I've heard often, it's that hurt people hurt people. Well, that's true. I, I don't mean to be like invalidating when I say no, duh, but like that's kind of accurate. Like when someone's hurting and they're responding from their pain or from their hurt, typically that results and someone else being hurt around them. Now that is not an excuse, that's called self-deception or justification when you fall into that trap. Because what that does is it removes the responsibility from that person to actually own their experience and to work through that, to work through their own thoughts and their own emotions and to create a space of healing for themselves, to create a space where they're able to be okay even if they're not okay, that they can hold on to themselves in that moment and they can stay connected and turn towards the person closest to them, the person they're in a relationship with, without withdrawing, without having to defend or to justify or to fix or to blame shift, gaslight, you can put a lot of words onto the other person. That takes so much intentionality and it's so hard. And when that happens for both people that both are triggered at the same time and they're able to do that, and being able to stay present with each other, that creates intimacy, that creates deep connection and relationships for people, and it creates an opportunity to build trust, an opportunity for personal growth and relationship growth. And this is not easy. This is really challenging. As I've worked with hundreds, maybe thousands of couples in different formats and settings, this same type of dynamic comes up for them. And it's really hard to be able to experience that and to choose to respond and learn to respond in different ways to each other that I'm not okay and you're not okay but we're okay or you're not okay but I'm okay and we're okay that dynamic is so vital in relationships with how we show up and respond to each other now if this podcast episode has been overwhelming triggering difficult for you or really complicated confusing send me an email at help impactfulcounseling.com I'd love to sit down and just talk with you and understand your story and see if there's a way I can support you or help connect you with the right resources. As always, this podcast is not counseling. This is not therapy. This is not advice specific to you and your circumstance or situation. This is simply information and information that I hope that you find impactful. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to having you back on future episodes. Mm -hmm.